for the bang, really. With a wee toot. With a little toot toot. Um, yeah, speaking of bangs, I'm kind of hoping the fireworks don't continue. Mm, we'll see. As, you, as you'll have heard in the last episode, I absolutely shat myself. <laughs> um, because I, I'm not even kidding, I thought it was someone knocking on the window. <laughs> and I literally jumped across the fucking room. You'll have heard it in the last episode, it's pretty funny. Um, um, also, you're on, what, the third floor? Second floor? Yeah, exactly. Wait one second. <laughs> right, bye. I'll keep you entertained. Hi, welcome to Trick or Tea. And I am Robbie, and Drew is fucked off. I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot that I hadn't turned the TV off and it was still playing and I was like, oh no, people don't want to hear that. Well, I just introduced us <clears throat> in that time, <laughs> so yeah, don't worry. I'm, Ro- I'm Robbie and that's Drew. <laughs> ah, wait, fuck. I fucked oh, it up. Oh, wait. No, I fucked it right up. Uh, I'm Maddie and that's <laughs> Emma. No, what? <laughs> are you okay? Hun? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Well, I would like... I know everyone in part one is just going, well, I just want to hear the coronavirus romantic novel. God, oh my God, okay, <laughs> go for it. I'm, so, I'm intrigued. Um, this is just a little excerpt that's on the um, Amazon Kindle of this book, so you can read it yourself. Um, the book is called Kissing the Coronavirus by MJ Edwards. So, (laughs) it starts off, it just says, She was supposed to cure the coronavirus. Instead, she fell in love with it. So, good start. So, everyone, turn the lights down low. Get your candles on. It's time to listen to a little excerpt of this. Ooh, it's steamy. So... Dr. Alexa Ashington-Ferd stared at the test tube between her fingers, her perfectly pink manicured nails clashing with the pale, bubbling liquid inside. She recognised the power she had in her grip, the virus which had claimed so many lives and which made her heart beat furiously, like a wild tiger thrashing in its cage, the coronavirus. Despite the devastation the virus was causing across the globe, Alexa felt a rush of excitement every time she picked up the corona sample, like a pulsating, erect penis, desperate to unleash its devastation on anyone who touched it. There you go. That is something else. <laughs> like... This can't be serious. Surely this this book is like a Sharknado type situation. It is, yeah. Like, it, they knew it was garbage. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the thing with these erotic novels. People like garbage. <laughs> they do. You know, you know, it's like, it's steamy, it's sexy, it's ridiculous. I mean, the cover of it is a fucking woman kissing a man that's green. <laughs> oh, could, could be confused with the Hulk. I know, it looks very much like the Hulk. But or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Oh, well, seeing as, well, when this episode is out, it is Halloween. It is. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy it Halloween. the day that we've all been looking forward to. Um, so, I guess currently, we will be on our spooky adventure right now. Yeah, we will be. 
will be out and about at Goblin Hall looking for ghosts. You guys are going to be like, no, don't do, don't, 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 don't. And I'm going to be sitting in the middle of this hall like, show yourself! <laughs> and I was speaking in tongues. They're like, yeah. no! You know? So, uh, who knows? We might be back next week. We might not. We might, have, uh, we might not have made it out of Goblin Hall. Who knows? Well, um, Mary and I were supposed to go yesterday to kind of case the place, but it oh, but was... You didn't. No, we didn't, because it was late, it was pissing down with rain, and Mary wanted chocolate. <laughs> These fair. three things matter a lot <laughs> in our life. Mm, I get that. I wouldn't want to hang around it, but you know if it's raining on Saturday, tough shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I didn't realise it's an hour drive from our house. Oh, so we're like, sick. yeah, we're like, right, so we leave half four, we get there half five, and we'll be back by like half seven, eight, we're like fuck we'll just uh hope for the best and hope we don't yeah. get murdered <laughs> we'll see what see what uh see what goes down <laughs> um okay part two of the snedeker family haunting hell yeah so enter ed and lorraine warren ed and lorraine warren are ready to go so um we kind of touched upon this but I'm going to say a bit more about the book that I used for the the source of most of the Warren stuff is mm. In a Dark Place by the Warrens, Carmen Reed, Al Snedeker, and Ray Garten. Um, some of the information in the book has been amped up and because mm. um, apparently some of the information between Carmen and Al didn't match. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, so in talking of the experience of writing the book... Ray Garten claimed I found that the accounts of the individual Snedekers didn't quite mesh they couldn't keep their story straight I went to Ed with this problem oh they're crazy he said you've got some of the story just use what works and make the rest up just make it up and make it scary they're crazy yeah like so a lot of the stuff when I was reading it I was like okay I can see that being real okay that sounds like it's just drama so i was trying to like pick the bits i mean we're here for a spooky story so even if it is a little bit amped up we're here for it i suppose sure yeah like a wee bit emphasis won't go amiss i'm not gonna be mad no whatever um right well let's get diving in so what happened with the the old warrens so Apparently there was a sexual attack against the niece um, and Carmen, so they both got sexually assaulted by something. So, um, as you spoke about in the last episode, um, first of all, Carmen called the local priest, Father Wheatley, who had been trying to help them through some of the most horrible experiences. So he had been kind of about trying to help them through it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she called, he essentially told her pray with your rosary beads, and then hung up on her. Wow. Yeah. So, um, when it came to the sexy things, he was like, nah, this sounds like a demon. I'm fucking not ready for this shit. Jeez. Yeah, so it, it does seem to be a running theme with these local priests in all of these stories, is they just kind of bless the house and fucking run. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. They need a bit more than just, oh, do some praying. 
Like, <laughs> not gonna fucking help. Just pay with your rosary beads, <laughs> and everything will be okay. <laughs> yeah. So Carmen was like, "That's not enough." So no. Um, she remembered she was given a magazine from her friend that had an article about the Warrens in it where their phone mm. number was listed. So she called and Lorena answered, but before she could stop Carmen, um, uh, sorry, before she could stop, Carmen had told Lorraine everything while in floods of tears. So Lorraine pretty much answered and Carmen just fucking let loose. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> so... Lorraine told them to try and cast the spirits out, but only for the night, and then to call them back because she couldn't really understand her. <laughs> My God! Yeah. So, as the Warren, because the Warrens are a friendly bunch, that's what we know. So, yeah. <clears throat> as just like clockwork, the next morning, Carmen called, and they said, "Yep, we'll immediately drive round and have a chat," because. They're obviously they're in Connecticut anyway. They're ready to pop around for a cup of tea. So sure. Um, they were unsure if it was demons or spirits, so they needed to do a full investigation, as always. Um, when they got there, after an interview with Alan Carmen, Lorraine decided to tour the house, as she thought it was the best thing to do. She likes a good tour. Um, she likes to look inside people's houses. I do that as well. Oh, I love doing it. It's like one of my favourite things ever when you go to someone's house for the first time and you're like, can I just walk about? Oh, it's just looking into people's windows. I know that sounds seedy, yeah. but... <laughs> There's times when I'm like in someone's house for the first time and I'll be like, where's the bathroom? Because mm. I'll pretend like I need to pee and I'll just <laughs> go just so I can see the bathroom. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. I have a thing about bathrooms, eh? I love bathrooms so much. Well, you'll hate <laughs> ours right now, I'm telling you. Because, you know, the last time you were here, we were putting like that black grape pen down. Oh, yeah. Well, Mary thought it'd be a fucking great idea to have a bath, and while she's having a bath, to use the grape pen. So it now looks like our bathroom is crying. Oh, that's quite dramatic. Yeah, there's so much... Imagine all these black tears dripping down from all the tiles. And I refuse to clean it, because I know better. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is just Mary. That's that's Mary in a nutshell. It was like God. when she she put a like square of sellotape down in the living room floor because apparently cats jump into it if they see a square, and Star never jumped into it, and Mary just <laughs> never took the sellotape back up. <laughs> so it's just still there. Um, there's still bits of it, yeah, because <laughs> she. I was like, Mary, that square. Can you please just take it off? And it was yeah, it was weeks, weeks until she did it. But uh, I can't. Yeah, so that didn't happen in this house. Good segue, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, So, um, yeah, she went for a tour of the house, and it wasn't until she got to one of the boys' previous rooms, so that was probably the one near the basement, things Mm. started to turn a little dark. So it wasn't until the former embalming room that she felt it, felt this presence. So... She saw the vision of dead bodies, charred flesh, um, death in all forms, before seeing a man's hands fondling the dead bodies all over, including the naughty parts, before horrible laughter as well as sexual noises. Oh my god. Yeah, so it's definitely... Ill! uh, a, A dead body fiddler. 
this man. Gross. Yeah, fucking. Bleh. So, um, yeah. yes, she could hardly breathe, but as soon as she left the area, it was like a hand that was choking her finally let go. She could breathe oh. again. Okay. Um, so she spoke to Ed and explained it was definitely demonic in nature. Um, they then explained exactly what this meant to the family. And this is where Ed's little speech, where he actually does in The Conjuring. Um, mm-hmm. This is what he said about the five stages of demonic activity. So he said, manifestations like this always occur in a five-step progression. First, there's encroachment, then infestation, oppression, possession, and finally, if allowed to go that far, death. Mm. Yeah, so... The death. Death. So they decided to do a 24-hour investigation with some crew to help, and that 24-hour investigation ended up being like three fucking weeks. (laughs) Man... Yeah, so there were three investigators, and then one, I think, was just like, ah, I need to get home and see the kids. <laughs> so yeah. it was just two that stayed. He had to go water his plants. <laughs> oh, God, imagine. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's not working. I have it. to go, my plants will die. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the investigators stayed for a lot longer, and the demonic forces wreaked havoc on everyone because they were all sleeping in the living room together. Um,. So I think at this point Al was kind of like, right, there's shit happening. Because he was seeing Carmen getting kind of sexually assaulted a couple times. Mm-hmm. And although he, he was a, a drunken arsehole, I think he finally went, right, I should probably listen to them about this stuff. So they were all in the living room and uh, they are making sure to steer clear of the basement. So... One evening, Carmen was attacked by two demonic forces, a man and a woman that seemed to be invisibly strangling her. Oh. Yeah. So she could hear them saying these really dark, inappropriate things to her. And the only words that Carmen managed to get out while she was being choked were, In a dark place. Hence the book name. Ah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, other attacks occurred, and the smell of sulfur filled the house. Oh, demons. Demons or farty investigators. You You, choose. You choose. I I Mm. go with the latter. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, oh, yeah, there's definitely a demon in here. They're like, "Mm, Chris... No, you just farted, dude. It's like, no, it's a demon. I no, demon. Oh, it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Jesus. laughs> one night of investigations, Lorraine went back to the basement, and a man was at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, man. So, looking bedraggled with bloodshot eyes, and he was wheezing, he grinned at her with discoloured teeth. Oh my god, so yeah. scary. Apparently he was like putting his trousers back on so it's like, yeah, he was like fastening his belt and he had like this big sort of belly kind of overhanging with a sort of minging shirt. Like, this was all explained, like, in quite big detail well, a lot of detail, because it was just okay. like ugh. She wanted to Gross. really kind of paint a picture. So he talked about his cold bodies that he could do anything with. 
Okay. Um, he went into a lot of detail. Don't need to. Mm. Don't need to go into it. But you get the picture right. Yeah, he liked the bodies. So, mm. um, as we explained in the first part, Ed was saying that necrophilia is so evil it can draw demonic activity, and that's what he believes was happening there. So, he he was a little dead body fucker, and that brought the <laughs> demons. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, all this horrible shit had attracted the demons to yeah. the house. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he's doing dirty things. Let's go have a look. Let's go see. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the Warrens urgently contacted the church, and it worked. So, oh. enter Father George. Um, he was not only a priest but also a de- demonologist. He had studied the demons. Um, so he was pretty much he was up with Ed. They both knew what was going on, um, yeah. and obviously this would help the family a lot. So he did the same as Lorraine, walking through the house, and he didn't feel much until he got to the basement. So he shakingly blessed the room, then fucking bolted upstairs by literally walking backwards up the stairs. He was just like, oh, just okay. like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a repeat of that, he was <laughs> the noise. The noise. Yeah. yeah, he was fucking terrified. So, um, Father George and Father Gary, uh, <laughs> they were both there, ready for a party. So they began a mass, and the demonic force awoke. Shit. Yep. So, um, going straight for the niece. Things got really dark yet again. Um, she could hear the horrible things the demon wanted to do to her, as well as feeling them touch her body. Oh, Jesus. She was getting a lot of this shit. Um, yeah, a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, not the attention you want, really. I guess not, no. No. <coughs> oh! Hell yeah. Oh, I'm a burpy boy today. That so. was a burp. Yep. Um, so <laughs> the days after the mass seemed to be an angry retaliation to it. So the demons were fucking shit up, mm. as they as they they tend to do. They're yeah. not nice guys. No, they're just like right. You're going to do this to us. We're going to do this to you. So oh, um, everyone living in the house seemed to be sexually abused by the demons, and I mean everyone, oh, male, God. female. It was just it was rampant. Um, the mass seemed to just make things worse and the Warrens came to the house almost every day as well as calling the church to wait for better action from the Catholic Church they needed the big guns so what happened Drew, I hear you ask what happened? (laughs) well (laughs) the Catholic Church granted permission finally Jeez, didn't take much. No, I think this is the first case that we've done where the Catholic Church actually pulled their fucking finger out and did something. Got their shit together. Yeah. So the Vatican were like, you've been calling us nonstop. Can you just just take him? We'll just- this is when they finally stood up and said, we're a Vatican, not a Vatican. <laughs> I'm sure you've said this before. and I've- I have, but I was so proud of it. I wanted to, I wanted to bring it back, so just, just let me have it. <laughs> it's so awful, okay. but I love it. 
<laughs> so, the heartthrob of the story is here. Mm. Baby boy. Oh, a wee <clears throat> dish. In the form of Father Sean Nolan, who was selected by the Vatican. Now, this boy was a former Marine who is now a priest. Um, and he was pretty much the Arnold Schwarzenegger of the church. Fucking, I love that. Yeah. Just imagining him. Just like a fucking ripped dude being like, where's the fucking demons at? <clears throat> oh. Hell yeah. While taking his shirt off. If he grew up in West Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm imagining... Where's the like, fucking demons at? <laughs> I'm just imagining it as like... I don't know, like a sexier um, exorcism story where he's like ripping his shirt off and he's like, yeah, come on, demons, come at me. Oh. Anyway, oh. calm down, Robbie. I know, simmer, 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 simmer down. I think it's from that coronavirus story. It's got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, Father Sean Nol- Nolan was fucking ripped. Um and he was asked to perform an exorcism. So this took a week to prepare. He had three days of constant private prayer, three more days of fasting and research. I didn't know fasting was a thing that he had to do for it. but Maybe it was part of his like bodybuilding stuff. Yeah, could be. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I can just see him like having to also do stuff in the church. So he's like having to christen babies and he's just like... Uh, Lifting them, like weight lifting them, just Literally, like <laughs> protein, protein shake in the other hand, shake it, like shaking it, just being like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's stacked five babies up on one arm, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> dunking them in the water, like fucking biscuits and cups of tea, <laughs> <laughs> splashing them in. Oh, oh, Sean. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he asked for the other kids, not the niece, but the other kids to be out of the room, or out of the house, sorry. So, um, obviously he didn't want them to have some of these attacks, because it always kicks off during an exorcism. So, Of course it does. Mm-hmm. So, it was Big Father Nolan, the Warrens, Alan Carmen, and two remaining researchers, Chris and John, in the house. So, the adults are speaking. Oh. Yeah. So he made a makeshift altar and took private confessions from everyone there, which I said to you in the last one, like, that's a fucking great idea. Like, to get rid of any sins you have, absolve mm-hmm. them all, and then the demons have nothing to fight you with. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, exactly. So everyone had a clean slate, whereas the demons, oh, they're sinners. Mm mm. They're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so um, he then blessed the house before taking part in another mass, and immediately the invisible force started fucking with everyone in the room, either touching them inappropriately or choking them. <sighs> it's going fucking wild over there. It's pretty mad over there, it seems. <laughs> I mean, I could just see, like, neighbours walking <laughs> past the house being like, what the fuck? is going on hey, the house is like shaking and there's like lights flashing from the windows and that the neighbor's like whoa keep it down okay guys <laughs> it's a week night come on hey, like do you need some help <laughs> so um okay <laughs> uh, the exorcism had started 
Big Man Nolan was using the Rituale Romanus, which is the Roman exorcism ritual, which was performed in Latin. So he's a learned boy. Um, as the exorcism started, Ed felt a pounding on his ribs. So something was going on where he actually thought he was having a heart attack. So Carmen also felt uh, the demon hand and Actually, I forgot to say that the niece was also here, and the niece felt the demon poking all over her body, shall we say. Um, Yeah, so Al heard the demon say things to him, including, You stupid son of a bitch asshole, you cock-sucking wimp, and you ass-licking weakling. I mean, is that the worst they can do? I mean, part of me thinks... (laughs) Because <laughs> that was like, what, the 80s? That was the worst thing they could say back then. Fair enough. The demons are with the current times. Yeah. They're like, I wonder what they would say now. <laughs> oh. Uh, I wouldn't want to know. All lives matter. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's enough for me. That sounds like something a demon would say. <laughs> but, but all lives matter. Yeah, thanks, Karen. <sighs> yeah. So... To quote NSYNC, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. So, um, <laughs> so things started to rattle around the house. Um, Ed, now this at this point, Ed felt as if he was having a heart attack. So... Hey, he'd had one before and he knew the signs and he was like... Mm. He could hardly get out of his chair, and Lorraine was like, "Right, you're coming out of here," because she was mm. concerned over him. So, of course, that's her baby. That's ex- her wee. That's her wee man. Yeah, or the wee man. Oh, our wee man. She's like, no, no, you didn't be touching my wee man. Mm-hmm. So, um, Lorraine was helping him out of the room. However, as he was trying to leave, the house seemed to tilt. So. As Ed and Lorraine are walking across the floor, they're then climbing up the floor. Right. I mean, this defeats physics. However, we'll let it go because it's spooky. <laughs> I'm just saying. So. So what? So what? So it was literally like, you know. Actually, I think it's in the Bye 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 video when <laughs> they're in that box and then it like starts turning. Oh, like it starts to... T- okay. All right, yeah, no, I, I get what you mean now. So so the room actually starts to turn onto its side. <laughs> I love that you can only get it from NSYNC. <laughs> when there's an NSYNC reference, I know. <laughs> oh, good video, though. Um, Very good video. So, yeah, that's essentially... Maybe they got the inspiration for that uh, video from <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren. Who knows? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah, so... Ed was out of commission. He had to go into the the dining room and just chill out. Um, but Father Nolan didn't flinch. He just held on to a table and continued. It was just like, oh, the room is tilting. Better hold on. And let's fucking mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry to say, but Bishop McKenna isn't my favourite anymore. Wow, McKenna just couldn't step up to this one. No, he couldn't. I think he was no. just too I mean, nice. I mean, he's faced werewolves <laughs> and fucking Amityville. Yeah, 
but not this but one. Not this one. No, poor <laughs> McKenna's on the bench. <laughs> He's on the bench. I could just see him. He was on holiday. <laughs> he was in the Bahamas. He couldn't come. Uh, yeah, he was having a wee week away. Just chilling. <laughs> so, um, so we got Action Man. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Action Man's fucking just bench pressing everyone. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so the room at this point almost had like waves going through it which there's no NSYNC uh, video that I can think of that can help you with that imagery but um, so yeah there's just waves going through the room Uh, there's smoke rising from the carpet and hands with sharp claws seem to be grabbing at everyone's clothes putting big rips in there oh man so. It's not cool. It's people's clothes, man. Yeah, they're like, oh man, I have to go back to Target. Fuck you guys. Right, like, just got this from ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably about two quid if it's from ASOS. I'll be fine. This is true. Mm. Um, Did you know that ASOS stood for As Seen On Screen? I did not. So, it started off as they would put clothes up that were like the clothes that celebrities wore, but cheaper. Oh, mm. I think That's so. Kind of cool. It, it might That's be complete cool. wrong, complete wrong, completely wrong. But complete wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, ASOS. If you're listening, just imagining like ASOS is a person. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, if you are listening, uh, send us an email and let us know. Yeah, please do, and free clothes if you can. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yep. Um, more Ariana hoodies aren't cheap. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, okay, so the floorboards were waving. Yep, the floorboards were waving. Smoke was coming from the carpet. Clawsies everywhere. Mm. Um, other things apparently happened, but seemed to be extremely dramatic, almost like it was written for a book. So <laughs> I decided to leave some of the other spooky things that happened. Um Okay. We can only take so much drama until it's just a bit ridiculous. So Sure, I get that. Yeah. We're not here for bullshit. We're here for facts. We're here for facts and we're also here for Big Boy Nolan. And yeah. he was now screaming in Latin to telling those demons to get the fuck out and that was it. The stench and- left the house. And they said that it was like a feeling of a heavy blanket was on the house. Suddenly had been pulled off. Was, oh. This weight just lifted. Um, and the demons had gone. Goodbye. Bye. Oh. I guess that was it. Well, that's a Gone's scary there. little bell. What was that? What was that? I can hear oh, a little bell. A... <laughs> oh, is that the demons going? The demons are leaving. That's them leaving. <laughs> we got to have our own sound effects now. (laughs) Yep. So the house was clear. Yeah. So... As uh, the little chubby, squeaky-voiced woman from Poltergeist once said, This house is clear. I forgot about her. She annoyed me. (laughs) Love her. Her Mm. voice is so comical. It's almost not... It's like, this can't be real. Yeah. It can't be real. Funnily enough, it was a film. But she did rescue Caroline from the TV, so... Yeah, that's true. It's very true. We're grateful for her. Yeah, thank you. Um, So, yeah, a few months later, Matt was out of the hospital, and they all got the fuck out of there. And 
and everything was chill. Everything was fine. And they moved. They moved on down to Tennessee. Mm-hmm, down Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. I actually saw that someone from. Oh, I think it's Tennessee. Now I'm gonna fuck myself saying this, but someone from Chattanooga, Tennessee, was listening to the podcast. Really? So, oh, yeah. well, hi, hi. I'd just like to say Chattanooga by Alan. Oh fuck, I can't remember his second name. Uh, he's a country singer. Very good song. So, oh god, yeah, they're probably like, oh, I'm not listening anymore. Fuck, what's his name? Ah, <laughs> uh, who knows? D- Daniel will probably know. He loves country music. Oh, does did he? you know that about him? No, I did yeah. not. <laughs> Literally, I can't tell you how many times we've got in the car and music's been playing, and I'm like, what the fuck are we listening to? It's like, and I saved my pickup truck, <laughs> my baby left me, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is a good song, and it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. Okay. Chattanooga. Great song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. To be fair, I I got into a lot of country, mostly Alan Jackson actually, because it was what other people listened to when I was in America for a year. Um, I was in Georgia, so of course they're going to all be listening to country music, but. Mm. Yeah, so um, going back to the story, they never yeah. looked back. Apparently, uh, Carmen said that she had to drive past the house once and wouldn't even look at it. She just, nah. I mean, fair. Mm. You would just look the other way. Yep. Um, turn the other cheek, as Jesus said. <laughs> Did he say that? Was it Jesus? But yeah, turn the other cheek. Oh. Don't take revenge on people. Just turn away and be like, meh, whatever. Oh, thanks, Jesus. I- yeah, thanks Jesus for that uh, advice. Yeah, good advice. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Yeah. I guess for the concluding part in our October specials. So I hope you've enjoyed them. We've enjoyed doing it. It's been fun and spooky, okay, okay. Yeah, it has been very good. Um, yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, no doubt we'll tell you the tales of our spooky adventure when we return next week. If we return next week. If we return, and if we don't, they'll probably probably be found footage from Mary's GoPro <laughs> so. yeah. yeah which is going to be probably hilarious because it'll probably be us screaming in the dark being like oh my god ah! whereas me being like Mary the camera's too low where's the fucking light we'll like <laughs> so you've got that to look forward to <laughs> yeah have as spooky a Halloween as you possibly can a safe one a safe one too um, don't be giving out sweets unless it's allowed sure mm-hmm. gotta watch that coronavirus don't take candy from strangers no nope. unless they're unless they're really nice and you seem like nah they're they're nice I'm gonna take it yeah yeah I don't agree with that <laughs> 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 um, don't take don't take uh, candy that's obviously been fiddled with, you know, yeah. razor blades jammed into like mini oh, Jesus. mini Mars bars and stuff. <laughs> I only did that once, and I kind of I felt bad about it, so I only gave it to a few kids, and then I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. I just love that they would be able to. <laughs> the razor is so big; it's just popping out, and they're like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke, by the way. I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify, I would never do that. It's horrible. You all, it's awful. all think Drew's in his house, like, during Corona. Uh, no, he's in fucking prison. Yeah, we're actually recording. I'm from I'm from the jail. I actually live really close to the prison, so... You do, you do. Uh, just up the road from me. Yeah. We should go visit. 
Yeah, sure. Maybe maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any spooky stories? <laughs> any scary stories from the jail? There probably are some well scary stories from that prison, by the way. Actually, um, I know a former um, uh, guard there, so I might ask him. Oh, uh, well, mm. tales for another episode. <gasps> so, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. I've got to get prepared for Halloween. I've got to get my corpse paint on now. Yeah. So, yeah, have a good one. And, yeah, fuck off. I'm so done. <laughs> so done with you. <laughs>